you know, I fucked up a lot when I was young. Ramos's ramp. Like, we talk <laughs> about our whole history together. Dude, that was like, I mean, come on. Like, we were fucking delinquents yeah. for the most for part. For sure. Yeah. And we did stupid shit. So, so you bring that to the conversation with your daughters, and you're like, look, I fucked up a lot or maybe a little or maybe not at all as a dad maybe you're the perfect dad whatever but at the end of the day I think if you're just true to like who you are while you're talking to your daughter and if she wants to do something stupid or crazy and you think it's stupid and crazy and that guy I wouldn't what are you talking to that guy for he's a, he seems like a jerk and you don't really know him you're like oh he seems like an idiot like I don't know you know you kind of got to let like we did you kind of got to let them fall down and then you're there for them when they got to get back up. No matter what, they fall down, you are the first person there to help them get back up. And that's at the end of the day, I think daughters will be like, well, I know the man I can rim, uh, the man that, will, oh, that I can always rely on is my dad. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome, Cheers, Dave. Guys. You got it. Thank you Welcome. for having me. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for coming. Yeah. So let's get at this right away. I have a question for both of you immediately. What are you guys eating to get hair like that? <laughs> what I mean, what are you guys doing? Come on. Tell me the secret. We've never compared notes to figure out how we both. <laughs> you know, we literally have the same hair. It's crazy. Yeah. Do you guys snap it on? Is it like Lego hair? <laughs> it's totally just... Yes. All right. Sorry. I just no, had to a, ask. It's a great yeah. question. I've never been asked that, but yeah. Have you ever grown a beard? Uh, I try, but yeah. at how far at did like you get? Three at like two weeks. I'm like doing this all day. Oh yeah. And I'm just I'm done. But it's like that's like a week of that, and then that go that you get over it. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, but I can't grow long. Like I can't get long hair, no. beard okay. hair. I just can't. I don't know. Interesting. Guys, Takes a while. Real quick. Um, Dave, you're leaning a little bit into Jeff's frame. If you could. Yeah, that's perfect. Here, I'm sorry about that. Scoot back a little bit, Dave. Scoot back. Oh. Here, this, yeah, that, that shot over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry yeah. about that. Oh, good. So maybe I can chill a little bit back here. Yeah. There, there you go. go. Yeah. I like this better. That's that better. Are you comfortable? Yeah. We can always cut things out too, Dave. So that, yeah, that will, that it's will all editable. Fall onto the floor. No, Josh is good at post. I already know that. Yeah, I think we're all safe. Yeah, we can cut into uh, into the meat of the actual podcast as well. So, how, how did you guys first connect or meet, Dave? God, a, you know, I was thinking about when we originally met, and I know obviously it had something to do with our friend uh, Paul Ramos. 
uh, his family, I, Paul Ramos was our age, and uh, he had a skateboard ramp in his backyard. And so we would all skate and stuff. And I know that that's some, you know, you would show up and all of a sudden, you know, a lot of people would show up, but then I know John, John would start showing up. So we started hanging out. And uh, so it was definitely through the Ramoses right. and through skateboarding is how John and I met. Yeah, and his, and this, my, is, back, my, this is back in yeah, this is, the 80s, yeah, the 80s. Late, mid 80s, yeah. 85, 86, I would say. Yeah. And this half pipe is legendary in this town. It was like, it was kind of like the first, I mean, it was the first one I, I was aware of, but it was the first, it was like a 12 foot with like a couple feet of vert. A couple feet of vert. Yeah, like the the most most ramps during that time were like somebody had like a quarter pipe or a launch ramp. Right. There was like a lot of ramps around, but this is like the, this one was like legit. And then I remember like Drew Fallon had a super legit ramp in his backyard, but yeah. like his parents wouldn't let anybody skate it. Right. Um. But yeah, and then and then more popped up over time. The, the the Ramos ramp was like it was legendary, and like I was I'm younger than Dave. Um. And he was like legendary skater in this town. Like, like you know, we were all trying to skate, and he was skating basically. Well, it was the first time I met um, you. Someone was like, "He's the best skater in town." Yeah, uh, it was you or someone else told me that right away. I just stuck to it. I just kept <laughs> skating. I don't know if I was legendary, but I definitely skated a lot. And yeah. thanks to Paul and his yeah. ramp, we all just put in a lot of miles skateboarding on that ramp and. There were pros that would show up, and it was it was amazing. It was an amazing time yeah. when a lot of a lot of people that were within that circle were exposed to skateboarding and were able to learn how to skateboard on a on a half pipe, a big half pipe at that time. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't for everybody. It was for the people that wanted to try to learn and and try to get better at skateboarding and myself and there was a group of us that were like let's do this we got to keep skating like every day every chance we would get we would skate that ramp and uh and it was awesome it was like a great time and their house is always like a big party anyways so yeah and they had an amazing house and yeah amazing uh, his parents were like super loving and welcoming and yeah it was it was a great it was a great place paul was crazy like he would be skating on that ramp, like I, I like vivid memories of him skating with no shoes on, no shirt yeah. on, yeah, like blasting all ears off the top, wow, like nothing, like just <laughs> he felt no pain. He was he was uh, he was like a different level. Uh, yeah, he was a natural. Yeah, there's definitely. certain people that are naturally talented at things when right. you just know you're like, how does this person do this so well? And it looks like no effort on their part, right? And they're just killing it. And you're just like, yeah, natural. What, what was it for you, like skating? What what drew you to skating? What was it like at the at the root of it? Gosh, I remember. Okay, so skateboarding is, at least for me and my experience, it was a activity to do to that we could afford at the time mm. so I wasn't into sports you know and I'm talking like when I was like 14 15 I think I got my first skateboard and we were literally I think probably around the time we were on welfare and like it just it was just rough times 
but I'm like, I either saw it in Thrasher magazine or probably Thrasher magazine. I saw something skateboarding and I'm like, I want to try that. And I'm like, mom, can I have a skateboard? It's like, I think at the time it was like 50 bucks and you can right. get a skateboard. Right, right. I'm like, can I get a skateboard? And it wasn't a team sport where you got to sign up for the team, whether it was baseball or football or whatever, and you had to get the uniforms. There's just so much. Skateboard, it's like piece of wood, wheels, 50 bucks, Kmart, literally right. Kmart. So I got a SureGrip International Skateboard. That was my first board. And SureGrip was like freaking, you can get, they, were, they had a board at 40 bucks and a board at 60 bucks. And 60 was the high-end board. Yeah. You know? okay. But it was sold at Kmart. No one will know what Kmart is, maybe, but unless you're our age. My but. first board was something like from a Kmart or yeah. like a lumber yard or something yeah. crazy off the yeah. shelf. Yeah. Yeah. Kmart, I would say today, like big lots is maybe like Kmart. Maybe I'm trying to think what would today's. Let's say Walmart ish. Walmart ish. Like it was like a. I would like pre. Lower end version of Walmart. Yeah. yeah. Smaller. Yeah. A smaller Walmart. Yeah. Right. Was Kmart for you younger viewers. <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah. So my mom was got me that board and that was a big deal, and I remember just just riding that skateboard and I'm like, this is awesome. What was your first legit skateboard like? like it was a Veriflex. Oh, Veriflex. Bogey Beauregard. Oh wow. Yeah. And it was yellow, and I want to say it was like 10 inches wide, because boards in the 80s yeah, were they're, they're really wide. wide. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so I remember I got that, and I felt like this is insane. I like have a pro deck. Yeah. But it was a Veriflex, yeah, and for which those that don't, pretty budget. Yeah. Yeah. Veriflex had a, a small moment of like we have pro riders. Yeah, yeah. And then that went away fairly quickly and then Veriflex went mass market and yeah. they were sold in Walmarts and they were sold yeah. in everything and so I'm like oh I can't ride a Veriflex anymore yeah. but but I did have that phase of you know my first one was Rob Roscoff oh the Santa Cruz yeah Santa Cruz yeah. yeah and then I got into the Powell yeah Peralta stuff and then I had a sword and skull Powell sword and oh, skull oh nice yeah, that was mine oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a few of those which so, one uh the sword and oh, is it sword? sword and skull sword and skull sword and yeah skull. oh yeah classic <laughs> yeah classic Powell deck I still yeah. have my trucks uh, ultralight independent ultralights yeah. 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 I still have rad. those trucks I never broke them still have them yeah, yeah. independence yeah built to grind yeah so for me with skating it was so collaborative like I didn't I did competitive sports but like when I wasn't competing in sports I did skating, and to me, it was like so collaborative, and I loved that. I didn't, I didn't like the competition, right? Like my friend would like do a trick, I'm like, oh, show me how to do that. Or if I learned something, they're like, how'd you do that? And we like share, like yeah. so, like it always felt like our own petri dish of groups that you hung out with. Like we all knew similar tricks, or were learning similar tricks, and then these other groups would have other things. Yeah. But I think that was the first sport, and jujitsu is very much like that too. Yeah. That's why I like jujitsu is. It's like we're always sharing and learning from each other yeah. versus always just competing against each other. I, that For me, that was... Yeah, it was definitely a sport, an individual sport, yeah. you yeah. know? But then you would get to skate with your bros and, and feed off each other, you know, yeah. which was nice. So, yeah. um, But it, 
you know, it's a creative sport. Right. And I feel like, you know, if you're someone that's creative, you want to push yourself, because there's a level of danger, obviously, involved. So there's a level of risk, um, which I feel like is a really good foundation to have yeah. just in life. Like, yeah. right. okay, I'm going to try this trick. I could break my arm or wrist or fall or get hurt or yeah. there's a level of pain. Yep. So I need to, you know, figure out what kind of risk I want, how much risk I want to take. Yeah. And that's a really interesting take. At that yeah. at that level though, when you're 18, 20, you know, 16, <laughs> whatever, you're not like I'm 52. You're I'm more, you know, we're logical at this age. So but at that age, you're like, fuck yeah, let's do this, go, you did it? Oh, dude, I'm doing it, I gotta try it, you know? And, and you, you still skate regularly? Yeah, yeah, so I still skate. I try to skate like once a week right now, and there's local bowls, um, or a local bowl here that, uh, it's kind of like a pool, so skating an empty pool, which is fun, that's like what I used to skate, and half pipes, yep. like, is where, where, where do you at. skate now? In Westlake, there's- okay. Yarrow? Uh, at the YMCA up yeah. the top of the hill? Yeah, it's Yarrow, YMCA. Yarrow? Yarrow. Oh, Yarrow? Yeah, it's Y-A-R-O, I believe. Oh. Yeah. I go up there to meditate. Oh, That's really? the most amazing view. Beautiful view, yes. I don't know if you've been up there, but... I've not been. Yeah, and that, that park is beautiful. Yep. I grew up in the Midwest. Like, we had to build everything. We didn't have stuff like that at all. We had to build everything, so... Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. And yes, the views are amazing. It's peaceful, and oh, it's like, it's perfect. But I'll bring my big speaker and put on, you know, punk rock and <laughs> 90s grunge and all that. What did you listen to growing up skating then, like back in the 80s, and what, what was playing in the background? Gosh, it's uh, mostly, uh, you know, at the beginning, it was definitely skewed towards punk, punk rock. Yeah. Like, um, Local bands like Ill Repute, Scared Straight, um, RKL. Uh, was, uh, I remember like the Ramos Ramp, a lot of uh, Maiden. Oh, yeah, for sure. On. I mean, um, Metallica. Uh, yes. Right? Metallica? This is like pre Metallica almost. It's one of their yeah. times I'm doing yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like. What were yeah. some of the bands for you that you are, like, for your music that you're influenced from? Because obviously your music is connected to skating in that time. Like that, I mean, the era that I'm thinking of, like, when I, when I uh, uh, met Dave, or when we were, you know, the Ramos Ramp. The Ramos Ramp was sort of short-lived. It didn't, it got torn down uh, by, like, what year would we say? Like, yeah. late 80s even, maybe early 90s. I don't know if, no, it didn't even make it into the 90s. No, it did not. Yeah did not so there was that, an incident that yeah there was an incident that. yeah somebody broke their arm or something and then sued sued the Ramoses and it was pretty tragic actually like yeah. the whole thing yeah um, but um, yeah so that era like I mean those those days when it was like it was uh, it was like Maiden uh, but like you know then kind of afterwards we kind of ran, hey Adam Adam's bringing some beer those are mine <laughs> This is Adam King. What's up, Adam? That one's for me. Okay, cool. Oh, he brought two. We're gonna get two each. You wanna bring all? What's that? Yes, please. 
Oh, it's one okay. each. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Oh, yeah, you can go. Well, we're gonna go ahead yeah. first. You can bring one more for me as well. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but then, uh, and then after the Ramos ramp, basically, uh, I guess during that era too, there was, remember that place on Teal Boulevard that was like a pool place? Anthony Pools. Yeah, Anthony And then Caneo the Valley, Caneo Inn, Caneo Hotel? The Caneo Hotel, yeah, that, exactly. That went abandoned and, uh, empty pool. Yep. So there was a bunch of pools around. And then, uh, and then uh, when they started building, actually, the neighborhood that you live in now. Okay. Um, which was basically out kind of the backyard of the house where I grew up in. Uh, back in those days, I don't know if it's the same now or whatever, but, like, basically they would, like, you know, they would, like, grade out the areas or whatever. And then, like, these giant semis would come and they would drop off, like, pallets of, like, two-by-fours and plywood and boxes of nails. And they would just sit out there. And then we would go out there in the middle of the night and like drag plywood <laughs> and two by fours out and we'd into a into like a little spot thing, and then we would we would build like mini ramps. Um, well, thank you for the statue of limitations because I did the exact same thing. <laughs> They're building know, something in our say, park. How much do you want to reveal? Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's funny because like at that time like, I didn't even think of it as like doing something wrong. I was Me like, either. oh, they, they brought us the wood. And yeah. <laughs> here we go. You know. Um, but anyways, yeah, so we would build some, we built a bunch. I mean, we ended up doing that multiple times out there. And then, yeah, then it was like, that era was like uh, Slayer, but then also mm -hmm. like... That's we, when it got a little bit more metal, like early 90s maybe? Yeah, and then we got into like, then we would go back, we got into like Sabbath and... Um, thanks, Adam. Oh, sorry. Um sabbath and then uh and then also like beastie boys right. at this point and um and like you know a lot of old school hip-hop and whatever so and it was and uh and then a lot of reggae um yeah so kind of a mix was definitely part of that um and then remember i was just like you know sitting out in front of our house you know like just you know with a boombox and just doing 10,000 ollies in a row, you know, like those, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Thank you, Adam. All are right. You, are you going to do a, a second one too? Yeah. Do you want to, you want like, all, yeah, like give us, now? give us a couple minutes and then bring another one. All right. Okay. Thank you. We, we can start with this one though, right? Yeah. All right. So this is how it works. So if you, if you look at your flight, there's a, a TH, B and C on it. Okay which stands for Tarantula Hill Brewing Company. So we're gonna take the T and H out right now. I'm just gonna set those in front of you. So you're, the game is, you need to figure out out of these two, the T and H, which one you think is the Tarantula Hill beer. Go ahead and sip them, no rush. And John, and John, if you could uh, not give this one away this time. Okay, we're gonna, okay we're I'll try my best. So if, if you watch any episodes so far, if, if you just look at John, for long enough, he'll oh, so eventually John just he'll has just the tell answers. You. Yeah, he, well, he <laughs> I have the answers. He has yet. the answers, oh. but he also, but also is really bad at. Hold, okay, and actually, before <laughs> can we start over? Put these two back. Okay, okay. let's start with B and C today. Okay, let's start with B and C. Yeah. What is B and C? Brewing Co. Ah, B, B gotcha. and C. Yeah. Okay. So pull B and C out now. B and C. So B so. is on the left. Okay. C is on the right. Yeah. 
He is so on the left, C is on the right. I'm going to put my poker face on. Yep. And All right, let's start with B. John's left-handed. Okay. So that gives it away sometimes. <laughs> I'm left-handed also. Oh. C, we just neutralized that. B or C? Start with B. So go ahead, go, ahead, go ahead and think about it for a little bit. So I, I have a question for you more around your background is definitely you're a serial entrepreneur. Yeah, I, I've invented several cereals. I know, that was the joke. <laughs> that was, I, I always actually... General Mills. Yeah, like, I, would, I always wanted to actually meet a real serial entrepreneur. Oh, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> right? Like, you invented the yeah. cornflakes? Like, yeah, that'd be amazing. Awesome. How'd you do it? <laughs> So when did when did you realize that that was the route you wanted to take? Um, when okay, so my first job, actually, I was a janitor. That was my first job when I was like 16, 16 to eighteen. For a couple of years, I was a janitor, and then I was always an artist. So I started skateboarding, like I said, in fourteen. And I was always creative and always drew and 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 whatever anything creative I, I just enjoy doing at a young age and then there was a um, oh I was actually making punk rock t-shirts so I took Minor Threats album <laughs> one, Out of Step or I think it's called Out of Step and uh, there was I figured out how to um, I found okay so back to when I was young, had a skateboard. So we, right. my brother and I would go trash digging on trash night. So we lived in condominiums. Right. And everyone would put their trash out on trash night. And so my brother and I would open up trash cans and just see what's in there. <laughs> and I found someone threw away a screen printing kit. No way. Where you can print <laughs> on, where you could print on t-shirts. And so... I'm like, yes, this That's is awesome. Score. Like, that is a huge score. And it was in pretty good condition. So I took it home and I'm like, washed it down. And I'm like, okay, how do you make the screen and whatever? So I took a Minor Threats album and I repainted it on the screen. And I figured out how to basically make a one color t-shirt. So black ink on white shirt. And I, and I printed that or whatever. So anyways, my point to that was a couple years later, I saw a job opening at a local screen printing company in Thousand Oaks called Long John Graphics. Long John Printing, Long John Graphics. They were making, back in the 80s, you could buy the Long Johns from head to toe. So when it was cold in winter, they were yeah. like, what's that material? But it was like thermal or yeah, whatever. Yeah, thermal. Yeah. So they would print on those, and that was kind of their gig. And so oh. the company was called Long John Graphics. So I'm 18. Literally, I was a janitor for a couple years, and then I saw that. I walked right in, and I said to the guy, I'm like, look, I just want to, they had an art department. So I'm like, I just want to learn the screen printing process, and I want to get to the art department one day. I'll work my, you know, and the guy hired me. Hmm. But I was super eager. Like, I walked into that. I didn't have a resume. I just right. said I was a janitor. That was my resume. <laughs> You're and eager. I was eager. Right. So just a little tip for the kids out there if you really want a job show how eager you are and they'll good people will see it so anyways i got the job and um and i said i i did make my own t-shirts 
if you wanted me to bring one. So I brought him one. He's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, you're really into this whole screen printing thing. <laughs> so I got the job, and uh, six years later, I became the art director of the company, and I worked my way up. So I learned the entire screen printing process. Like, every single step mm. of the apparel freaking printing process. That was a lot, but it was awesome. Met a lot of great people along the way. Um, and uh, so was that, that was your question, right? Yeah, what when, did, when did you yeah, realize me, uh, that? Before, yeah. before we jump too far ahead too, I want to jump into the timeline here. Because then uh, I think, and, and it's, it's blurry for me how this, how this came out too, but obviously like I said, like I, I knew Dave since I was probably, uh, I, was, I would have been probably you know, 12 at this time. And he was, how much, how, how much older than me? Well, you're the same age. Years. 52. 52. So you're three years old. I mean, you're the same age as my sister, right? Yeah, because Michelle went to school uh, with my sister as well. Um, yeah, so you would have been 15, 15 16 at that time. Yeah. And then uh, <clears throat> I went to high school. And then my, my senior year of high school, I went to, I basically bailed on, on high school and went, took a design program and uh, came out of that. And then kind of realized, and then, you know, was, I, I basically had decided to not go to college and I was going to work straight out of high school. Um, most of the people that were in that program were like learning how to like paint cars or be a mechanic or like dental assisting or whatever like that. So like there were jobs for them right out of that program, the design program. So anyways, then I, so then I started, then I remember getting the newspaper and like looking for jobs. And then I'm, you know, back, that's how you did it back in the right. night, you know, circling with a pen and, and going on interviews. And I would go sit in interviews and like, I'm a, I was 17 years old and, and I'm in a room like in an interview, interviewing for these jobs and like everyone in there is like 30 and they have like a college degree in design and have five years of design experience or, or you know, whatever. And I'm like a high school kid and so I'm, you know. I'm walking into the interview and they're like laughing at me and, and I'm like, oh man, like what have I done? Um, and then I don't remember exactly how it happened, but um, at that time, at this time already, you had your own uh, design. You were like basically self-employed when you're living in Oak Park. This might've been a little right, bit, right. A, a little bit down. I, I know I had, uh, I did end up working at like Kinko's in the, in the desktop publishing department. I was, you know, right, I did, yeah. I had to, did do some things. I don't remember exactly what, the timeline was for you when you were doing that, but you guys were, uh, you and Michelle were in, in a, in a condo, I think exactly. in Oak Park. Right. Right. And, um, and I don't remember exactly how I but he basically, or you're doing like Airwalk. Yeah. Was one of your clients. Okay. So just to, <laughs> to timeline sake. Yeah. Okay. So I graduated high school in 88. Okay. I got that job at the screen printer literally like right after I graduated. Okay. So, so I didn't go to college either. Worked there for six years. That brought us to like 90, so 93, 94. We got married in, Shell. we got married in 94, or 93, 94. Yes. No, oh my God, we got married in 90, 93, yeah. So we got married in 1993. Okay. I, you guys didn't waste any time. So check this out. <laughs> So, so I talk about how skateboarding teaches you about risk right. management. Right. 
So I don't know how much I learned about managing risk, but I took risk. Yeah, well, you were so, a successful skateboarder, so you these risks that you took probably worked. So, so I'm working still at the screen printer, six years that, okay. art director. Gotcha. Michelle and I are gonna get married, and we saw the condo up for sale at auction in Agora. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm kind of over this job. I want to be a graphic designer and I want my own agency because same with Thrasher. I always saw a skateboarder on Thrasher. I want a skateboarder. I saw how magazine or no, I saw a screen printing magazine. There was this <laughs> successful graphic designer picture of his studio in a screen printing magazine. And they're like, this guy's like one of the best graphic artists. They call him back then graphic artist, screen printing design master. I'm like, that's what I want. And he had a full drafting table. Remember drafting tables? <laughs> yeah. And he had all his, uh, what were the remember drafting different tables. markers? Yeah. And then the exacto blades. Yeah, and yeah. you're peeling away ruby lith. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. T-square. Yeah, yeah. T-square was <laughs> rad. I'm like, dude, I want a T-square. Yeah. And, uh, and so I told, I told Michelle, I'm like, I think I want to quit my job. Get married. No. Good order. Buy the house at the auction. No, sorry. Get married. <laughs> buy the house so we can get approved because I have a job right, right, in right. six years. Get approved. Quit my job. Start a business. And I did that. Yeah. <laughs> never, was, there's never a good time to do it. It was gnarly. That's it awesome. Was, it was like super sketch, but I'm like, fuck it. Like, this is what I want. And Michelle was backing me, so I felt better. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. let's do it. So, so I did just that. Um, we got approved for the loan. It was 5,000 down. The house oh is 5,000 down. It was crazy. So the house went on auction in the Valley at the Marriott Hotel. We go to the auction in, in the Valley. We... Um, probably 200 people there. They're all holding up their sign. The guy with the curly mustache is auctioning and blah, 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 blah. And he's, and I think it started at like 90 grand, but it got up to 140 grand for the condo. Two master bedroom condo, two story in a location that had two swimming pools, two racquetball courts, big pool, tennis court. Like it was amazing, right? But for us, that was a lot. Yeah. And I was about to quit my job. <laughs> and so, so we got approved, put down 5,000, and, uh, and we got the condo. And then the next day, I told my boss I'm quitting. And then the next week or whatever, I start my company, Gateway Arts. Yeah, Gateway, that's right. Gateway Arts, and it was a graphic design company, and I'm fucking hustling. And at the time, I'm like, okay, so I gotta sell. I gotta fucking sell. I gotta hustle. I gotta take any job I can get. So I was taking jobs left and right. I was designing fucking flyers, invitations, <laughs> business cards, ads. And uh, it was crazy. <laughs> there was a lot of crazy jobs I took to build it to a certain level where I'm like, I built it to a level where Amgen became a client. Yep. And Blue Cross California, Anthem. All right. of a sudden I got all these major corporate accounts, but that took, it was a, I ran the business for about 13 years. Um, but to get to that level took a lot, and I designed yeah. a lot of different things, like Airwalk back in the yeah. beginning, yeah. to your point. That's like I was doing, somehow so I you got... you got connected into working 
Yeah, he would he would give me some like freelance work, a little bit here and there. Yeah, which was awesome. It was huge to me at that time that like you know because you guys have that parallel somebody, of like art. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and business, which is yeah me as well. But like I think that's really yeah. interesting how that connected yeah. with you guys. And then uh, yeah, that was you know that was like that was a big deal for me at that time and uh and uh and then shortly after that i think i moved on uh to music basically but right yeah All real right. quick let's take a break which one is tarantula hill okay so i didn't try the second one oh, go for try it. it try it try them both did you guys already do the second one oh, yeah. i've been i've been drinking them yeah <laughs> <laughs> now we're putting the pressure on you. Yeah. Mm. So now, Dave, Dave is a uh, Dave and Michelle are our, our frequent uh, visitors. Dave's wife, of Michelle. Trash. Yes. <laughs> they come here a lot, and Dave is uh, is very intimate with our beers. He knows our beers. He drinks our beers a lot. So. Oh shit! You just set the stage. <laughs> oh my! You're really so building have, the pressure. I have, right oh, I have so I This I is have the opposite of what John. Very Mujer high does. hopes. Oh shit! <laughs> I have to deliver right now as a loyal. I'm, I'm feeling really confident. But, but oh, <laughs> as a loyal you, you tarantula, you know. I, there's something. I, there's customer. Try not to give away. All right. Yeah. Shit. Um, we we made and we made it like extra hard. Oh, yeah, I like that. Normally it's not it's not as hard as we're doing right now, but <clears throat> okay. So I'm gonna go with kind of my first instinct, and I hope it's correct. Was that B was tarantula? B, C is tarantula. God, Shit, that was my <laughs> that was my guess. Like, yeah. C? So C is the blonde. Ah, oh, well I don't drink the blondes. Yeah, that's true. You don't. Dave's an IPA guy. Uh, Adam Dave, Dave's more in the brunettes, I think. <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, and then and then B is the Sturdy B Pills from Naughty Pine. It's really good. I like it. There's a, big, there's a contrast between the two, but... Yeah. Yeah. The I, different... Yeah, the one, you know, German-style Pilsner. Mm-hmm. And then our blonde. And then, as always, Brittany... Well, listen, hey, hey, I appreciate you having me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's only going to get harder, Dave, <laughs> by design. All right. Damn it. I don't, down. This, hey. is the, this is the first time Adam has done it, and he, he decided to make this Hey, Dave, really this, this hard is the thing you. about this game. You don't lose because yeah, no you're lose. drinking beer. Oh, yeah, no. Exactly. I'm, right. I'm a so happy contestant. Let's, now we're right, on let's go TNH. Let's just jump right into this yeah, one. Yeah, let's do this one. And I'm, I'm not going to say anything. I, I did good, right, Josh? I didn't. That was the best you did, actually. I, I, like, okay. I, I like the pressure you put. That was the best part. <laughs> I even ramped you it up. Yeah, let, you ramped it up. You didn't even let Jeff know. That was great. I didn't let Jeff know. I know. I don't, don't let Jeff know. I didn't, want him, I didn't want him to give away anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't trust me because I've always given them away. You and you, you'll feed, no, but you feed me the giveaway. Oh, is that what I do? Oh. No, no all I'm right. just kidding. It's all my fault. <laughs> okay, T. I'm going T. T. So these are more, these are IPAs. John, actually on the last one, you were doing this with your hand. On the right one, was that 
Was that the tarantula hill one? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to give it away. <laughs> I don't think you were though. I don't. I don't know. We'll have to find. We'll have to look at the tape on that one. We'll have okay. to go back and look at the tape. <laughs> I mean, I kind of again. I feel like I've. I've. The thing is, if they're not IPAs, I haven't practiced. These my are IPAs. Palette. I know they. they yeah. They taste a little more IPA-ish. <laughs> What's going on over there with Jess? They taste so similar to me. <laughs> they taste similar to you? No, this okay. the H definitely has. All right. I mean, I, I feel like I know this one for sure. I hope. Jeez, I'd be. I got to work on my palate if I'm off now. Okay. Um, I'm. So All right, got Dave. T is tarantula. Correct. But the other one is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Adam played a cruel trick on you yeah. guys. They're no. both. They are the same. That's why I, I was <laughs> gonna say the other one is also. Like, yeah. I, did I, I say they, they tasted yeah. similar? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. Wow. That was. That's uh, Adam being cruel. Man, Adam, first time. So the, first time porn for us, and he just that doesn't. That's the first time anyone's ever tried done that one, right? Yeah, that's that was. It. So that one actually Damn it. is. So then, technically, I, I didn't. I didn't progress. Wait, no. <laughs> technically, you won, on that. So that. This one. This one is the uh, the coop. We're ready. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. This one is the coop IPA. It's the Michael Cooper. Oh, I saw the, that. Yeah, it's Very the Michael cool. Cooper uh, collab we did with Michael Cooper. Wow, that's and awesome. He was just here. Yeah, it was so amazing. Is he loving that? He has his own beer. He has his own beer. Like, how cool, how cool, is, cool that? is that? Right? Does Magic Johnson have his own beer? No. 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 Cooper does. does. <laughs> Coop. The and then it was awesome because when he came to do his, the event, whatever, he had Byron Scott showed up, was here also. Wow. So we've had two of the five of the greatest uh, Laker team of all time. It's amazing. In our brewery, so... I, yeah. love, I love that design. Let me take a look at it. Yeah, the can is amazing. Yeah, huh? that looks so good. Josh. Josh, you did this? It. Yeah, Josh. Yeah. Damn. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Getting it yeah. done. And while we're on that, actually, let's talk about they're coming around shortly here. These are two of Dave's cans that Dave did for Trench Hill, the oh, mango. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yes. Thank you, Alex. All right, we got another round here. You get, this is the redemption round, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> the first I round. Hope so. The first. first yep. Yeah. Nice well, trick. Well, your your trickery nice on trick. the coop. Uh, well, Man, I, have a, you... I have a third round as well. If you do want to go into the third round. That oh, is, okay. All right. Well, all right. We can do that. It's too early. Too early to know on that one. Okay. This is also going to be really hard. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, mostly based on what we currently have. I'll tell you after we get through this round, like what what our, our guest taps are at the moment. Um, obviously, like the Brittany, the Naughty Pine beer, uh, she's in Westlake. Have you been there yet? No. She's Naughty Pine, Naughty in, Pine Westlake? in Westlake. Where? When did that happen? It's uh, pretty recently. It's uh, I think she just had her one year anniversary. Mm. Um, she was the she was the head brewer at Anagrin. 
Mm. And then uh, she had owned her own brewery previously in Maui with uh, her husband. And then uh, she came here, was there, and then now she, now they just opened up another brewery in Westlake. And she's awesome. Wow. I yeah. want to check that out. Yeah, super fun uh, spot. And um, yeah, she's, she's a really good brewer. Um, so anyways, back to Dave's cans. The Dave did the Paradise Falls Mai Tai hmm. and the Mango Fashow. Yep. Those are very Dave, the yep. style. You gave, then, me, you gave me some good direction on that, John. You <laughs> said you wanted like 80s, kind of like Miami Vice vibe. Yeah. Here they come. So, there they go. You know, I kind of I kind of like got into a little zone and I yeah. said, all right, what is, what is John really saying that he wants here? And, <laughs> And I, I got into Tron. I remember the yeah. movie Tron. Tron. Oh, Hell yeah. yeah. And think, the video game. Yeah, the video oh, game. Oh, that's, that's the See the, the background? Yeah, the background yeah, yeah. and Miami Vice and just palm trees and yeah. just like it, it all were, it kind of flowed. The color is cool. Yeah, and next year, actually, we're going to do a new series through distribution, through Stone, that's going to be uh, Fruited Hazies. So those two beers are going to be on for three months each. And then we're going to do two other. There's going to be basically every three months, every you know, every season there'll be a new fruit of hazy. So those two cans, wow. and then awesome. uh, yeah, and now I might as well take the opportunity to tell you that you're also going to have to do a couple, <laughs> a couple more of those. Nice. All right. Um, yeah, so that they all match. The whole line will yeah, match because those exactly. two, those two match. And then the other one is going to be, uh, I think it's uh, apricot. Apricot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Apricot. And then what was the other one? I think we already have that tasty. one, but we might have to change that one. What is that? The other one is, uh, oh, it's the Summer Dreams. That can's yeah. rad, though. Josh did that one. That yeah. one might have to stay. But, um, yeah, Josh. <laughs> but we have to take off the, uh, some of the, there's a lot of sublime references. We got to take off the uh, Spotify code. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. I did see the Sublime yeah. label. I'm like, how the hell did you guys get away with that? <laughs> well, we just kind of did it. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, whatever. I need to I need to reverse a little bit. Yeah. This is the second time I've heard this, especially on the show specifically, but apricot. Oh, do you say apricot? Yeah, I've never heard apricot. You, is apricot right? Is that apricot? Apricot. <laughs> is right. it California? You say apricot? Apricot. It's a it's a Midwest thing. I think it's a Midwest thing. Apricot. It That's must what it is. Be. It's yeah. apricot. It's apricot. It's apricot. Yeah. Yeah, I literally you. have never heard Three anyone to say that. <laughs> and I was rewatching one of our episodes. And, I don't even think it was you that said it, but someone said apricot, and I was like, what is it? Apricot. Okay, i got to Google that. What is that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's apricot. I've never heard of that. Apricot. 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 It yeah, says never. apricot. Yeah. I don't know. I'm learning uh, a lot of things. And then also a part of Dave's design team is Murdoch, um, who did the, uh, the Sabro can. Yeah, um, he's actually on it. And he's actually on the can. Yeah. So that was his... his uh, his, He's, what do they call it? Egg? Uh, yeah, where, where the what's artist... The egg, what's it called? Yeah. Easter artist egg? kind of imposes Easter himself. Egg, yes. yeah. His Easter egg is actually him putting himself on the can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Josh, you got to do that. you got to sneak yourself on the can. Who did the uh, Intergalactic? The Intergalactic uh, was also Murdoch. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And that... The inter, so I, I brought... It, the Sabro is available right now here at Transit Hill, but the Murdoch... Um, the uh, Intergalactic Planetary is a collab we did with Mumford Brewing. They're in downtown LA. Right. Um, and 
Uh, you that's, guys did the that's industry right now. Planetary, and then they did and the planetary did, intergalactic. Exactly. exactly. The, Brilliant. The Beastie Boys reference there. Um, yeah, that can is so rad. I mean, Murdoch is an artist that, like we talk about people that are naturally talented, he's one of them. Like, right. yeah. Like the guy just brings, he's like top tier artistic talent that is very rare to find. Yeah. Very rare. That's brilliant. And so, yeah, we're, yeah. we're really fortunate to have him. Also organized. When I get those files, man. Damn, are those layers folders tight, and bro? folders and folders. <laughs> Fucking tight <laughs> Photoshop layers, it's, bro. It's amazing. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it's like a dream. You open that shit up, you're like, I'm just going to do anything. the layers. I don't, I don't have to do anything. I just need to sit back and just kind of like yeah, look yeah. at the layers. I don't even want to touch the no. thing. <laughs> now, if I if remember right, the first time I met you, I met Murdoch as well. And skating goes back with you yes. two together and, yeah. and skating actually in these... Where did you guys skate in the beer beer vats? Vats. Yeah. Tell yeah. me, tell us oh, about yes. that, and we need to put a link yeah, we need on a the link show to this. Okay, skate, yeah. Skate so the full pipe. Correct. So, so I have, so I actually have a YouTube channel that I started, geez, probably 20 years ago, and I did post an edited video. Josh may appreciate it. I don't know if he'll appreciate my <laughs> editing skills, but I did edit a skate video of Murdoch and I skating in a beer vat. And the beer vat was like, I would say it's it was 10 like a, times a the size a of that hole. one, of your own beer vats. Yeah. It was 20 times the size of the one behind me. Where were you guys at? It was in the valley right off of, uh, right across the freeway from Budweiser's brewery. Okay. Van Nuys, basically. And so... Um, it was uh, my video is uh, my YouTube video is a met. It's I I took the audio from Murdoch's voicemail to me saying, "Hey Dave, <laughs> I heard there's an empty beer vat in Van Nuys. Let's go check it out. Can you go check it out in the next half hour or whatever?" So I used that as the opening to the footage of Murdoch and I walking to the beer vat, going driving to Van Nuys, walking through the field and, and going up to the rear vat. Like, was it open when you guys got there? Like, how'd you yeah. guys get in it? There was a small two-foot opening in the rear vat. <laughs> and so that's where the sun was coming in. And keep in mind, this was the summer in Van Nuys, so it was 110 degrees oh, outside. Man. And so the metal, if you touched the beer vat, it was fucking like your Fire. fingers would burn. So, you know, so so we're like, we see that we see the beer vat when we're driving and then we park we walk up to it throw our boards through the little hole and we climb through it and then we just start <laughs> skating it you know and i bailed early on i'm so pissed because i bailed pretty hard to where my knee was jacked and uh so then i i as a so a good soldier i took the camera and i said all right murdoch you skate i'll film and so I filmed Murdoch skating the whole thing, and I turned that into a YouTube video. And I knew even back then that YouTube, uh, the search terms on YouTube or Google, like just anything, you know, you gotta kind of title your YouTube video based on what you think people search. Right. And so I, I'm like, well, it's a skate video, but it's in a Budweiser beer vat. So I'm like, Budweiser, beer, 
skate video and and I'm like, okay, that should show up on somebody's search. Right. Whether someone's looking for Budweiser beer or skate video, it's got a, or full pipe. I also added full pipe too, and uh, and so it did. It got some views. It got a lot of comments. People are like, "Is your urethane wheels melting in there?" And, <laughs> you know, that's why my beer tastes like urethane. And uh, I'm just like, that's funny. Yeah. So, anyways, that was fun. Let's do uh, let's do another round here. All right. Cause this is the redemption round. We might even have a third round. Okay, uh, let's start with T and H. Start with T. T and H. All right. Whoops. Thank you, Jeff. Oh yeah. I should smell them prior. You know, mm-hmm. I always jump right into sipping, but I you you gotta get the nose of the beer you get first. The nose. It's, it's hard to get your important. nose in the little ones. That's right. Especially with my giant schnoz. Ooh, I like that. Whatever <laughs> that is. Damn girl. <laughs> That's so good. What are you thinking? All right, so. Okay, so I feel like the, t- the tea is tarantula, but I kind of feel like that's tarantula also, but I'm just, I'm <laughs> just definitely you've been, going. Yeah, you've been, there's no more, there's no more trickery anymore. No, okay, well, I yeah. feel like the tea is tarantula. You are absolutely correct. The tea is tarantula IPA. This is our flagship IPA. Hmm. All right. There you go. go, Dave. You're on a roll now, Dave. And the- Listen, take it easy, all right? <laughs> Gosh, they want to rush in here. <laughs> and, and who do we got on, on H here? Uh, and then H is uh, Day Trek by Beechwood. Okay. I yeah. like that too, though. They're yeah, it's got a, a, it's nice- a good beer. Yeah. So Beechwood, they're, uh, they're crowlers going around here. If we're, uh, if we're being honest, Day Trek is a Tarantula Hill collaboration. Josh got That's it. True. So both Tarantula Hill. Well, well they, okay, brewed it. But they brewed it. They brewed it. Yeah. Oh, we brewed it. Oh, so yeah, this is our. This is our. So then collab. I was feeling a hint of Tarantula yeah, in were. the second you one. You did. It was you that essence. was technically the right. Essence. Yeah, yeah. The essence. I was feeling the essence. You did say that. You are. You are. So that means I am laser focused. Laser right focused now. All right. Yes. This one. Uh, I actually got to go to this collab. Uh, we went to the Long Beach uh, Brew Pub, um, and uh, Dante basically did the collab with their brewers there. Uh, and uh, so yeah, these are really good side by sides. Um, yeah, Beachwood is amazing. That's their uh, their can going around. Uh, they have a couple locations. I think Huntington Beach is their sort of production. Mm. facility but they, they do have a tap room there um, and uh, yeah they're they're so good um, yeah so this one was brewed out of the Long Beach location I like it they also have it's called the blendery which is uh, their sour program hmm. which is like you know real 
barrel-aged sours. Okay. As opposed to our kettle sours. Kettle yes. sours, yeah. Because uh, in a previous episode, we were talking about our kettle sours and whatnot, but the blendery is really cool, and they, they're they doing, like, like they'll do, like, a blonde and do it sour. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's, they do all kinds of stuff. Uh, so That's anyways, those are those two. Those mm. are uh, T-Hill and Beachwood. Good ones. Yes. I like them. Thanks, Josh, for pointing out that that was the day track, the one that we did. Right. So we got Good B and C. Ones. We got B and C. And then following B and C, I have a couple questions for Dave. Okay. I've okay. Got some burning questions over yeah. here. All right, B and C. These are a little, okay, let's talk about the color. The color like is they're, they're similar. virtually identical. It's very similar in color. Yeah, and these two also were the same. Yeah. So, yeah, Adam is, he's hes really trying he is, to He's very you, good Dave. at this job. <laughs> he's taking very, Adam is the guy that will take Even things the, very the, seriously. The, the yeah. way the, what do you call the little bubbles, the tiny bubbles? <laughs> tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles. Tiny bubs. This bubbles shape are shaped as a fish, and this one's <laughs> shaped as a sand dollar. <laughs> Did so somebody I give see, Dave I see mushrooms? Adam, <laughs> he's I reading. See what, he's reading the tea leaves. Adam's trying the, to really get to me here with the sea <laughs> theme. I don't have any bubbles in mine. Yeah, why don't you guys have bubbles? Adam, mine, mine I, I drank mine. No, mine did. I think I drank mine. Yeah, mine was a swordfish, and an amoeba. This one is a paisley. Ooh, that's good. Wow. B, I like. All right. All right. All right, Damn. all right, all right. Ooh, that aftertaste just kind of threw me a second. Hold on. Anyways. All right, Dave, what, do you, what are you feeling on these? I gotta go with B as tarantula. Dave, you're killing it. Oh my gosh. I'm on what fire. A, he's a hey, rally. listen, you guys gotta step back. <laughs> All right? They're very excited over here. This, this it's a is rally. A, this is a beer that uh, I believe you drink often. Uh, I'm gonna go when with. When you come here. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's either uh, the CO2 or the C98. What's Batch it 02. Or Batch 02. Yeah, there we go. That's, oh shit. Yeah, all right. That's so what happens when you drink Batch O2. party has started. <laughs> as soon as one beer spills, <sighs> you know it's on. All right, so from this point on, yes, just Batch O2. enjoy. And then, uh, oh shit, it's going to get wet. Am I gonna <laughs> and then this is... Uh, oh this shit, is it's going to get wet. I think that would be a good <laughs> beer. I think that would be a good beer here. Oh shit, <laughs> it's going to get wet? <laughs> yeah. This is Melrose. Melrose? Melrose from Beachwood. Also, oh, okay, another Beechwood. This is like a Beechwood staple. I'm kind of liking Beechwood. Beechwood's so good. And, I, and if you taste it, if you want to taste wow, that's these really two good. together, if you want to taste H and C together, which is the, both okay, of the both Beechwood, Beechwood ones, okay. you'll, there's a thread through all the Beechwood beers that like, I don't know, they're, you know, it, it's, they're one of the breweries that, and I think we are too. Yeah. I love that, like, you know, if you taste these two together. Right. Like, mm. when you can tell that it's by the same brewery. Right. You, you know, and even like. Exactly. And Beachwood yeah. does all different kinds of stuff, but like, you know, there's a thread there. Exactly. You can yeah, tell that's that their guys, you know, like, they're so good. 
I'm getting like an LBC vibe or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Sublime. The day track was definitely done in, in Long Beach. I'm not sure where the Melrose was brewed. More than likely, the Melrose was brewed at the Huntington Beach location. But still, they, they, have, a, they have a thing. Yeah. And they have, if you ever go to the Long Beach location, they, they do barbecue there that's like super on point. Mm. Their barbecue is fire. So let's plan a trip. Let's do it. Bring your skate. We'll go skate. <laughs> we'll, no, we'll surf. Well, should we surf first? We All can right. surf. I'm a mess when I'm getting the microphone. And then uh, bring surf, it, skate. Adam. And then Adam wants us brewery to and barbecue. Let's do it. All right, Dave. So Adam wants to go three rounds here. We've never done three Damn, rounds. Damn, no, Adam. If we're gonna do three rounds. We're gonna do it, with Dave. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. So okay. you, you this, is, this graphic design, this you went from doing design for a, a church when you were at a Kinkles because you overheard something to having like big brands with that business. And what was the name of that company? So uh, my design agency was called Gateway Arts. Okay. Okay. And so you did that. Did you end up selling? Is that the company that you ended up selling? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so brief history, right? So right. I started the company built it uh, built it up to about 22 employees right and in the design world that would be called in a design agency world that would be at the time would be like a medium just a medium-sized agency right anytime you get past 10 well, there was a lot of boutique agencies that had like five employees and, mm -hmm. and and we were there but then I just kept growing and so uh, what year was it what years? that span okay so i gotta ask was it the 9 11 attacks was that 2001 one right? right okay i was gonna say okay so by 2001 i was 22 employees okay then 9 11 hit and my top accounts amgen sorry but amgen cut budgets blue cross everyone cut budgets so I'm marketing design. Right. That means my business just got like. Marketing's all, usually the first to go. First to go, right. always. Whenever there's something in the ex, uh, unfortunate events that are unplanned that you cannot control, you cut marketing. It just happens in business. So we got the. Um, so I had to cut my staff down to five. Oh, wow. And. And to be honest, as an entrepreneur, I, I built a, an amazing staff of 22 people that were, all of them, just so good. They were such good people. So for me to have to cut them and let them know that, hey, listen, yeah, I gotta tough. let you go, man, that's tough. Right, right, right. Because you care about them. And so- and typically as entrepreneurs, we do it later than we should have. Correct, I was just gonna <laughs> say that. So. Keep in mind, I'm married and I have two kids, and and we're we're at. So the event happened. Our big account said, "We gotta cut you back." You know, our our budgets are cut. So I'm holding on by a thread. I'm like, right. "Nah, we'll get through this." Right. Uh, let's hold on for three, four, five months. We'll get turn this around. We'll turn this around. We'll right. be good. Keep in mind, I'm bleeding 30 grand a month. Yeah. You know, plus. Personally. 
personally and the business. <laughs> well, yeah, and, that, and, that's personally, so right? I got a, yeah, totally. And so I got a second on the home mortgage. I'm like, no, we can do this, you know? And I'm like, shit, we're not doing this. This is bad. And so I had to let all but five people go. And that was probably why I got most of my gray hairs. Not kidding. <laughs> right. That was really rough. Any entrepreneur that has to go through that, I, I feel you. It's really difficult. Uh, so I, I, you kind of have to go, who are my strongest five employees? Yeah. Yeah. In all facets of right. the business. You have to cover everything. You have to cover all com right. compartments of the business. So I'm like, okay, she's amazing in operations. She's amazing in accounting. She's amazing in design. She's amazing in marketing. I had a lot of girls working for me. I had one guy who's amazing too. <laughs> it was me. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I had another guy. No, I didn't. It was me. Um, so the uh, so we nailed. We brought it back down to bare bones and rebuilt the company back up. So fast forward, I would say two, three years later. Built, totally built it back up, kept it super tight. So here's what I learned. Defense. Defensive mode in business. 100%. So I'm like, holy shit, I will never just be like, oh yeah, buy this, buy that, spend this, buy that, next, next, you know. I got into like, oh shit, wait, do we really need that? Or maybe could we pause on that? Right. And let's just kind of get through it. So I learned all that in business. And uh, out of nowhere, three years later, out of nowhere, someone came in and said, would you be interested in selling your company? Out of the blue, this guy I've never met. Hmm. He was referred to me from a printer, Thousand Oaks Printing, shout out to Thousand Oaks Printing, uh, who said, oh no, he went to them and said, hey, do you know any really good design agencies locally? We're, we're looking to buy a design agency for our large packaging company. We're, we're lacking design within the company. And so the TO printing knew me for years, and they're like, oh yeah, Dave Carlson over at Gateway Arts, check him out. And so he walked in, and, and keep in mind, I got all the gray hairs now, and I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I just been through the fucking mill. Like, I'm right. trashed after what I just went through. And he goes, would you be interested in selling your company? Because we have this company in San Fernando Valley that's a packaging manufacturer who is looking for like branding, design, marketing in-house and we want to buy a company. And I said, yeah, what's an inv involved? What's you know? this look like? Yeah. And so went through the deal, did the deal, brought on a great attorney and kind of structured the deal. It all made sense. And I'm like, okay, cool, let's do this. So sold it, worked for that company for about four years, four or five years, family business. Um, and, uh, and so anyways, I sold the company, but it all, my point, the kind of long or the short of it is, is you kind of, you start a company, excited about it, you build it, mm -hmm. shit happens. Right. Kind of shit does happen sometimes. Right. And, and you got to work through it as difficult that is, as it is. But at the end of the day, if you still kind of believe. Right. Shit can also work out. Yeah. For the best. You right, know? right, right. And so, so it did. Well, it's, it's kind of cool. One of the things that we bring up here a lot are kind of like lessons learned. You know, like, what do we learn out of it? And I think it's really common as entrepreneurs, we get started because we can hustle. We can play offense. We just go get more and more and more and more and more. And then shit happens, 
And then we're like, oh, wait, we have to play defense too? You know, and I think that those up and downs kind of, you, you learn from those up and downs how to how to do both. This is like flight plus. Wow. Three flights little plus. Bonus, little bonus. Well, I just remembered that we had a beachwood sour <laughs> oh, yeah. on tap. Sour should be last. Thank yeah, you. So yeah, yeah, I would definitely. Or else it'll kill you like your palate. So correct. Yes. Thank you. That's correct. Hey, Adam. You guys keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We don't have to keep talking. We'll yeah. let, let him talk. Yeah. No, that's really interesting. So what, what I feel that's important for entrepreneurs to know is, you know, when you start the company, you get that spark right. and that energy, and you're like, fuck, I'm going to work all weekend. I'm going to not sleep. I'm going to do whatever it takes. And that's such an exciting part of building a company or starting a company. Right. And, you know, when the shit hits a fan, that's when you're really, your character is really tested. Mm. Like, you know, things can be great for years, but how do you deal with when shit doesn't work out and you're fucked for like two years? Right. Yeah. How are you going to deal? So I want to, I wanna, before we jump into current day, uh, Carlson family oh, yeah. business. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I want to bring up one other thing that happened just randomly in, in the middle of this during my, uh, my music career. Um, when we were signed to Atlantic, we, uh, we were doing our video for Heaven as a Half Pipe. And uh, I remember, so back in the day, they had, uh, there was a position inside of major labels that was called a video commissioner. And uh, every label had a video commissioner. And they were these like, uh, sort of very on the pulse of like, you know, what's hot and trendy and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, and so, uh, so when we were going to do our video for Heaven is a Half Pipe, I don't remember the woman's name, but they, they brought us to the video commissioner. And, um, and so I came in and I was like, like, you know, this, this, the evolution of like everything's happening. Like I had this 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 brainchild for what this whole thing was. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I ordered him. He brought him. It's okay. Drop him. We'll drink this it. Is awesome. yeah. This is awesome. Thank you. This is the same beer. Thanks, Katie. Damn, girls, we are stocked. We're stocked up. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of booze on this table. We're getting <laughs> we're getting hammied. I gotta get a photo. I gotta get a photo of you guys. <laughs> that was good. Do you want any? Do you want a sour? <laughs> is, I mean, I feel like I have to. Yeah, okay. I gotta. I gotta clear I mean, you guys. I need to get a photo. Yeah. Hold on one second. Let me. You can have my. This side. is amazing. This is. I, I don't think I've ever seen this much beer on a table. <laughs> okay. So, um, anyways, so, so I go in. We finally have our meeting. The records out. All this stuff. We're we're on the radio. We're getting ready. We're gonna go. We're gonna go do the video, so we have the meeting with the with the video commissioner at Atlantic, and I was like, "Here's the video. It's a search for animal chin. Remember, search for animal chin. Well, yeah, but yeah. why is he telling you that? No, I'm telling her that. Oh, that that's I'm what you wanted. Like, this is the video. Yeah, this has to be the video for having his half pipe. Right. It's got to be basically like a remake of Search for Animal Chin. Pink Motel. The hotel. pink motel was in there. Yeah, Absolutely. Right. Like I wanted to do like kind of like a spoof, like a, you know, 
a three and a half minute version of of Search for Animal Chin. And she was like, like she was like, skateboarding is uh, her. The whole thing was like, it was horrible. She was like, no, skateboarding's like. She's like, what, how many people care about skateboarding? Ten people? No, we're going like blah blah blah. Like, <laughs> you're kidding? No, I swear to God. <laughs> she's like, we're, she had a whole vision. And what she, year was this? This like, is 1999. Does she know the name of the song? Like, no. Yeah, she doesn't get it. She had a director that she wanted to use. Mm. Is what it was. This guy, Bo, he had just done like a Stone Tumble pilot video or like whatever. Like, you know, he was like this hot, and he was a he was an English guy, and his videos were very European. Like he he did the I don't remember if you guys remember the Stone Tumble Pilots video with uh, I think it was like the Teletubbies. Do you wow. remember the Teletubbies? Yeah, I remember oh, them, course, but I don't yeah. remember that. In, in they, 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 it was like he did like a Teletubbies-inspired video for the wow. Stone Temple Pilots. I don't remember that. Um, anyways, uh, David Spade, I believe, was his name. So she was just really focused she on, just focused she on vision, him. and she wanted she to use him. deal with that, yeah. bro. Right, yeah, exactly. Like, I got to use him, I promised him. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I got to bring him in there on this next some, deal. Something like that, right? And so they just shut down my idea, but... Um, so anyway, so we did the video, and then as it turned out, it, it basically at that time, MTV in America was dead, but MTV in Europe was still a thing. So it, it worked out in some ways because the video, when we got to Europe, the video made a lot of sense in Europe. Mm. It looked like all the other videos mm. in Europe. But in America, it was like, what is this? Like nobody, you know. So I kind of, during that process, I was kind of like, I want to just make a super underground, you know, rough version of another video of Heaven is Half Pipe. And there was this kid at the, uh, somebody hooked me up with this kid. He was like 12 and he was doing music videos. And I was like, I'm going to let this kid direct our video. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so we start doing this video with this kid and he had heard about this half this half pipe in Thousand Oaks and so we set you know he reached out to the people and set it up and we go so we go to shoot at this this place and we get there and we're gonna go shoot and then who's there skating this half pipe is <laughs> Dave oh shit really <laughs> yes it was the half pipe that was all painted blue and oh, it looked like waves yeah Ken <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> was it Ken's round? I don't remember, but uh, it was, his whole backyard was half pipe, like multiple half pipes oh, all chained you're together. Oh, you talking about that, bro, off and of... It was, uh, it was blue, and part of it was beyond yes. vert. There was a part yes. that was like, it, like, like it, it was, was supposed to be like a wave or something. It was like a death trap. Like, okay, it would yes. have launched you into the flat. <laughs> like, I was just going to say that. It literally yeah. was a death trap yes. skateboard ramp. Yes. And but you, you were there skating. Murdoch and I would skate You that. and Murdoch. Yeah. Yes. And and it was this. It was okay. Do you know the story? The guy that made it. I don't. No, we us. just. I was okay, my first. I won't say experience. his name, but he yeah. like filed for disability and then yes, built oh, you told the most story. amazing skateboard ramp in his backyard yeah. <laughs> after filing for disability. Yeah. So, uh, and it was blue. It was painted blue. The whole and, thing. And it like was waves. Like, it was like a I half like pipe waves. here that yeah. went up maybe 15 feet, and it had four feet of vert. Four feet of vert. So you're like. 
I mean, yeah. it was just crazy. And then it had a little cove over here, yeah. and like, then it had a little bowl over there. It went into like a there. mini ramp and a bowl. And, and it was just yeah. like this intertwined, like, yeah. craziness. Yeah. And and he didn't skate. I don't even yeah. know if he skated. That's like, crazy. Every time we go over there, yeah. he would just He's be like, a- yeah, man, come on in. <laughs> it's cool, whatever, bro. And he'd have his crutch, and he'd throw it, and he'd be like, oh, wait, I got to hold that. All right. You know, <laughs> someone's taking I'm pictures. Disabil- <laughs> you know, I'm disability. Well, if he yeah. wasn't skating, then maybe he was legit. You know, yeah. maybe he just wanted to build this I thing. I think he was like, I just need to build something. And, and yeah. he did. And, and yeah, dude. Yeah. So we did film a video there, and then also randomly... When we were standing on the top of the ramp, we were looking into his neighbor's yard, and it was like it looked like a junkyard. Yeah. And we we're like, and then we saw the dude milling around over there, <laughs> and we're like, he, he the kid was like, hey, can we come over and film over there too? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and then as it turned out, I knew the dude. His name oh. was his name was Alan. When I was like living in uh, the Oakviews doing maintenance I had Harley at that time and I used to ride with this guy he was like an old Harley dude um, and it was him and I hadn't seen him in you know many many years so that was random but anyway sorry that was a little tangent but no, it's that, awesome. that goes nowhere other than so our just, connection yeah. is that where so you filmed another version we did of film another version of Heaven that it, never actually saw the light of day but I should dig uh, it up God, I have I, I do have it. gotta launch yeah. that on and your then the YouTube. kid also did another video for Better Days and there never was a video for Better Days so where is this kid do you know he's probably killing it by now he was yeah, he was he was killing it at that age, you know. Right. So his, We're dig, his let's, dad let's dig up was those like, videos. dude, yeah, let me I find need them for sure. to see that yeah. footage of the blue ramp. You were probably in the video skating. No. Yeah, for sure, because nobody else skated. Like dude. nobody, we didn't, we didn't have anybody like to skate in the ramp where we And like you, you and Murdoch were the only two there. Well, you hired a twelve-year-old, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he, yeah, he didn't Did have he like. Save the footage. <laughs> he made a video. Like I have somewhere, I have oh, that video. We're gonna find it. We gotta find that. Yeah. All right, Josh, your next project is to find that yeah. video. No, I mean, it, it, there's one place it could be in my garage currently, so I'll see if I can find it. All right, we got a lot Anyways, of beer on the table, so let's stay let's on track Let's do that here. real quick. Right. Okay, so I'm just going to let you guys know right now. T&H. Adam, Adam did this. I'm not going to do you guys dirty again. These are both, uh, these are both Transit Hill. Oh, okay. okay, let's see if I we mean, can. I mean, they look like right. they're both the same beer. Dave, let's see if you can figure out which. But, uh, but uh, yes. See if you, can, Dave, if you know one of them. Dave will be able to identify... They're both Transit Hill, and let's see if you can identify one of them. At least one of them. Oh, wait. So I'm starting here? Start yep. with these two. These are both hazies. They're yeah. both Transit Hill hazies. Something, something you might know. And then T and H, and you tell me if you can identify one of them. One of them you might not because it's uh, a rando, but... Wait. John, stop. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so that... Okay, so they're both... This is so both... important. You better stop. Wait. They're both TH? They're both yeah. Transit Hill. See if you can figure out one of them. Yeah. All right. And they're definitely brother and sister beer. Hmm. Okay. That was the T. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I want to say... Um, but I don't see the thing is I don't know if you have this available right now. What I'm tasting. In which one? Now that's an experienced guest. I don't know if you have this on tap yeah, right now. Exactly. 
Yeah, I don't think you have this on. I mean, he he. Since we've been sitting here, Adam was shifting things around because we didn't have stuff. So he might have put something on draft right now that you are unaware of. Adam's brought a whole new element to this game. Yes. We got to have him here on the. So you, okay. Okay, so they're not candy. <laughs> Fuck, did I get that wrong? There's no way. <laughs> Can I see it? That, that was my guess. Shit, is it? There's no way it's candy. It's too, it's got too much of a bitter. Although hey. it's so hazy. <laughs> clear your mind. Clear your mind. Yeah. Re refocus. Refocus. This is Bring redemption, it. redemption. I mean, because you're on a roll. Yeah, I have been on. Yeah, a roll. you're on, on a roll. roll. Clear your mind. You guys are absolutely steering him in some direction. <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> yes, we are. Let's let's just say it. We're on the Dave train. We want one, him, we want him of, to get this one. <laughs> one of these is liquid candy. Yeah. You now you, that's the test now. You have to identify which one is liquid candy. One is liquid candy, Shell. I know exactly. He drinks liquid candy daily, right? <laughs> yes, I've seen pictures of your guys' beer fridge, and it's like they, they have a beer fridge, and it's literally liquid candy. Oh my God. Head yeah, to it's toe. Stacked. It's amazing. Candy. Yeah. It's, it's, they have the beer fridge, like when you like grow up, and right, you're like, what right, I want my beer right. fridge to look like. <laughs> they, have they, they have it. <laughs> it's literally like a dream come true, my fridge. <laughs> yeah. I sent you the picture. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's like yes. a wall of liquid candy. Yeah. Dave, like, I have a question amazing. for you, though. We need to, we'll, we'll put that picture we up. We made it. Right there, I have a yes. question for you, though. Dave, like, I'm, looking at, it, yeah. I'm looking at your... It's all, like the, uh, it's like the, uh, okay. the Snoop Dogg video. I'm looking at all, all your... Like, I have my my all my logos, like, straight. Me, too. No? Yeah, no, I, no yours, no, yours got art? crooked. Yours got yeah. a little crooked. It's John's fun. are all over the place. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just oh, funny, know. though. I didn't know the it was OCD hour. round, I organized <laughs> my logos straight. But my question is, yes. what's your, is your refrigerator, are they all? Oh, yeah. Perfectly. Oh, it, are, perfect. Is it just the front row, or do you got them all? The front whole. row only. Front row only. <laughs> See? That's how this looks. Presentation. Are you okay yeah. with that, Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. See, I'm okay. very OCD. I have them all, all the way through. Yeah. So just so you all know, right. Dave, this is difficult. This, this second, the second beer was very cleverly designed by our brewers. The second set. No, no. The oh, the second. Of these two. One of them is liquid candy. Yes. And then the other and one. And the other one is, was designed to be a very close relative. Okay. Um, Stepbrother. Uh, it's okay. I mean, brother? I got, I got it. I'm you got ready. it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. one's liquid candy? So tea is liquid. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Tell me I'm right. You're wrong. Nope. I'm wrong. Yes. Oh my gosh. You're kidding. H is. H is liquid candy. I don't even have a refrigerator full of liquid candy, and I got that one. So I, maybe you drink too much liquid candy. It's very possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's Shit, liquid what's, candy. What's tea? Tea is peacherine. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, yeah it's either. brand new. It's basically, they, you know, t the the genius of God, of really liquid candy yeah. is that it has all of these notes of, like, fruit, basically, right. that are just built with hops. Wow. Right? And this one, 
there's actually fruit in it. Here, Shelby, you want to try this? Okay, yeah. so that's that's liquid candy's brother. Yeah, peach. The peacherine. How could I get that wrong? She's gonna love it. It's so good. Thumbs up over there. You want to compare it to the liquid candy? Yeah, you should do that. Okay, Tell me and if then, you would have got these right. It's tough. They're very close. Uh, in a in a blind taste test, that's tough. Well, I failed my uh, my loyalty right there. It's all good. Hey, let's do these other two real quick. I honestly, I think, I think this one. Neither of these are Tranchel Hill. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have said they were. These two. I've yeah. never seen these. So. Um, and I think he's trying some trickery on us. I'm not sure, but okay. let's just taste him real quick. Does he right. know that one should be Tarantula Hill, or is <laughs> uh, yeah, he? he uh, Adam failed. His Adam, does, Adam had Adam too just, many. Uh, Adam didn't know the name. Uh, didn't know the game. Has Adam like, like right? had too many of these? <laughs> I hope not. He was working. Okay, Ooh. so the first one. God, it's like a it's like a white wine smell. Dip my nose in that one. <laughs> Ooh, that's actually really good. It's tasty, yeah. right? Wow. It like, kind of cuts the palate after all the beer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was nice. Oh, man. Well, do we have Chef bringing us some wow, food? Wow, that is yummy. Oh, my gosh. Shell, you have to try this. So, so good. No, I'm serious. I'll pass, this? I'll pass it over. Yeah. Mmm. And then this one. That's like Kool-Aid. It's kind of scary. Interesting that he... Okay, so I... It's pretty right, cool so that he did this, try this right now, but... That is really good. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, see, she likes it. I knew she'd like, like it. What is that? God. Okay, well, is, hold on. Is it a uh, seltzer, or is it... Or we have to drink both of them? I just oh. want you to drink this one real quick. Okay, we'll drink the second <laughs> one. I don't want to make one of those faces on camera, but... I definitely, I favor whatever the previous one <laughs> These was. These are neither ours. This one, actually, did you try this one yet? Yeah. What? Oh, that's... Okay. Yeah. So I don't know why you did this, but... Not my palate. This has no alcohol in it. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Not my palate. <laughs> that's why you don't like it. <laughs> Dave's like, something about this I'm one. Not gonna it is. I'm not even going to mention what that is, but this, this basically is a seltzer water with zero alcohol. This is a seltzer. Drink that right now. This is Brewery X. Watermelon mm. mint. That's why that's amazing. Brewery Where, X is killing the game. Where is Brewery the X? They're in Anaheim. That's amazing. It's so amazing. Whatever. Brewery X? Brewery that's X. what they're called? Yeah. Okay. They're in it's Anaheim. Water, water, uh, water, watermelon mint. I, I typically wow. don't like watermelon but this tastes like real watermelon. Yeah. You know that what I mean? Like the, is when phenomenal. you have the artificial watermelon, this yeah. doesn't have that at all in it. Yeah. That is one of the most refreshing, tasty, so like good. summer yeah. drinks you could yeah. ever have. Yeah. It's actually one of those ones that, like, you taste it and you're like, I can, I can see having more than one. You know, when everyone's oh, like, oh, sure, yeah. I can have yeah. one of those, but you I can, can have two. Like this. Ten of these. Right. You, yes. could, you could drink it's, more than one of these. Dangerously good. Yeah. If you drink White Claw, this is your jam. Yeah, yeah I this feel is, like this is like premium. Yeah, I feel exactly. like that's this is the Cadillac of White Claw. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Yeah, they're really good. 
they make amazing stuff down there. We we typically have you know one or two seltzers on tap, and it's usually Brewery X because they're they're one of the best at it. Do sure. you guys have this on tap right now? Yeah, this is on tap. Wow. Now, now our seltzers. Highly recommend that one. Are yeah. they gluten free? Uh, it's malt liquor. So it's malt. So it's yeah. Not. It's malt liquor. Gosh, okay. that's malt liquor. Yeah. I remember in the remember Zima. I was gonna say yeah. like malt liquor. That's Zima. What this is. It's the same no. thing. Back in the early '90s, like that whole malt liquor phase yeah. that went that happened. Yeah. Wait, does Zima have the commercials with like that the grass or something? There's something to do with like cutting the grass. I don't remember. You don't remember that? Zima re- was like I one of the only were, uh, ones that was out at the time. Okay, so real quick, and then we're gonna move on. But this is. Uh, a sour from the blendery, the Beechwood blendery. Oh, so another Beechwood. This is another Beechwood. You guys just, had a Beechwood just take, because we were you talking. You had a takeover, about. right? Is that why you have so many? Is that yes, we just did a takeover because we did that. We did uh, the collab beer that we right. did, the Day Trek, um, with Beechwood. We do with Beechwood, and then the brewers that we went down there, we brewed with them in Long Beach, and then they came up here, and a bunch of their crew they right. all came up, and we threw like six. Beachwood taps on and had an amazing event. It was raging. It was a great time. So you have all the Beachwood still going right now. We still have the Beachwood. That yeah. was, yeah, it was just less than a week ago. And then we put on oh. two of their sours. It's very sour. It's very sour. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's an IPA guy. So. Uh. <laughs> if you're looking for something sour, I would definitely recommend this. Yes. So these are, they do Belgium. They do Belgium sours. Like, so you guys know Belgium. The Belgians invented beer. All right. Thousands and thousands of years ago. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. Yeah. Um, So they do Belgian sours. I think, like, their their process is actually, like, approved. There's, like, some organization... Yeah, I'm Belgian. Run by Belgian. The you Belgian. must approve yes, you, this. Yes, you must do You're these. doing it wrong. Not good. <laughs> not yeah. good. Change that better. <laughs> I don't even know so Belgian. So they have this. That's they have correct, this. Yeah, that was, that was more like That's Luigi. Russian. I think it's <laughs> yeah, a little something. bit Russian. A hint of Russian. Yeah. A tiny bit Belgian. <laughs> but they have a process that if you adhere, then you're allowed to you consider adhere. yourself a, a <laughs> Belgian process. Um, anyways, they're like really good at it. But this is uh, it's a sour. It's a sour. If yeah. you like sours, this is a sour. It's sour, and want. it was they, they, they do all their sours are uh, barrel aged, and yeah. So after they brew them, they put them in barrels. Yeah. For how long is that? Like a, I don't know. What even right, makes it sour? Like how do you the go? Yeast. I want to start a sour it's a beer. Yeast. It's a different yeast. Yeah, it's a totally different strain of yeast, oh. and it just. It gets funky. Yeah. It's funky and sour. That's why you but can smell, only do that in a separate that, location. It's almost like, do you, Otherwise, oh, yeah. you'll have a yeast infection. Exactly. And you don't want yeast you infections. Don't want yeast infection. you don't. They're no fun. No. And then you drink cranberry juice. I know. It's like... Which was the... Correct. <laughs> that was um, the best beer uh, sampling we've had. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah that yeah. was legit. It was... I it mean, was, we did three plus. Yeah. That was amazing. Yes. I'll be honest. Let's 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 get up to date okay, yeah. on where you're at right now. Wildflower. After 18 pints of yeah. beer, sure. Let's, so let's go talk, for let's it. Let's talk about Wildflower. 
So, as an entrepreneur. Oh, speaking of. Oh yeah, let's let's kick this off with some. All uh, right. So the wildflower, the so, wildflower bag. Let's show, right. let's show the bag so, first. So first of all, so all right. So let me just. So here's a little tote bag. I can wild, see. I can made. see. Not like, that wildflower is all about tote bags. But you guys but, are branching out. I can out, see you like cruising through through Whole Foods. I'm using this with your tote bag. I mean, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> it even has a little. <laughs> Wildfire wow. logo, wow. little zipper, Fancy. zipper pouch. Yes, yeah, so Marie would your, love this. She could she put would, her phone in there. She could put so, her little and then yeah, little. So Dave, place before, for your before you show us some of these goods, leading up to this point, you are always services, right? Services, services, maybe helping other people create products with with your design, I would guess. But did you always kind of have a like, man, we need a product. I want to have a product. Was that ever was that ever a thing? Is that that's such a good question. So what I realized when I was in the service business, right? So I had a design agency. I serviced my clients with my creative, our team's creative, and we would service a logo, a website, right. Right. whatever. Again, I go back to I saw a picture in a magazine because that always ha- inspires me. You see something, you're a visual person, and it's like I want to do that. And so in How Magazine, Design Magazine, it was called How, um, there was this designer that launched his own line of products. And it was um, bedding, sheets, wallpaper, like he created the patterns that would get printed on the fabrics and the wallpaper. And I'm like, I want my own product one day. And this was like probably 20, 15 years ago. So, whatever. I let it go, but it was, I put it out there in the universe. And um, so 10 years ago, literally this year, April of this year, 10 years ago, Michelle um, was looking for gifts that we could put in our daughter's Easter basket. Because Michelle is like pro, like every gift. If you ever get a gift from Michelle Carlson, it is wrapped to where you're like, was this professionally done? Like, <laughs> did you pay someone to wrap my gift? Because it looks like it was like, you know, you have to pay someone to put all the bows and the wrapping, whatever. So Michelle's like just has always been creative. And so back 10 years ago, Michelle was like, I need to uh, find two gifts. I need to find gifts to put in our daughter's Easter baskets. Then I'll wrap the basket and make it look all cute for Easter morning. So at the time, iPhone 4 was out and she's like, there's no cute phone cases. So maybe I'll just try to make one. Right. Get a clear case and maybe like get a clear case. Put something in there. Yeah. So she, um, at the time, prior to that idea, she was actually making um, studded jean shorts and then uh, she would take denim shorts and she would make them kind of worn looking and then she would sew fabric on the pocket and then fa- on the back pocket and then she would put studs on the pocket like silver or gold studs the little diamond pyramids right. pyramid studs and she put it on the pockets and it was like took her like six hours to make one pair of denim shorts so we get back to the Easter basket idea and we're like, 
or no, she's like, maybe I can make phone case with fabric and studs and, um, and just glue it inside a clear phone case. And she did that and she put it in their baskets and the girls open it up and they're like, oh my God, these phone cases are so cute. So what do they do? They bring them to high school because they were in high school. Six, they were 16, 18 at the time. What, what high school did they go to? Uh, Newberry Park High okay. School. And so she, uh, she, uh, so they take them to high school and they're like, all their friends are freaking out and they're like, oh my God, where'd you get these phone cases? I'm like, my mom made them, you know? So then all <laughs> of a sudden Michelle's making these phone cases at home she had a full-time job in, in retail, fashion retail. And, uh, and so it would take her about a half hour to make a phone case, and it would take her six hours to make those studded shorts, you know, whatever. So I'm like, maybe you should just focus on making the phone cases because six hours to make studded jean denim shorts or a half hour to make a phone case. Let's go with the phone case, you know. And so she did that anyways. I would say about three weeks after that, we were at dinner in Agora at Hugo's, at the Wizens, yeah. you know? And, uh, and, and so we're at dinner and in walks Miley Cyrus. And for the first, uh, the first time, Michelle that day said, we should probably bring extra phone cases in the car because we're always running into so many people who ask, where did you get your phone case? So Michelle's like, why don't we just always have extra cases and we can sell them? Because she started selling for 35 bucks right. back then as a side hustle. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it, you know? So we are at dinner and Miley walks in. The first thing in my mind is like, holy shit, we actually have three extra cases in the car. So Miley walks in, Devin and Sinner are huge fans of Hannah Montana. And uh, so I run out to the car, I come back and I have the cases on my Devin, Sydney, go to Miley's table and offer her the phone cases. Just go here, you know what the cases, you know? And so the girls go, Devin's like, yeah, okay. And Sydney and they're like, okay. So I guess they somehow got in the bathroom and whatever. They're, next thing I know, um, Michelle and I are sitting at the table like, their girls are gone for a while. <laughs> What's going on? So Michelle goes to the restroom and she opens the door and it's kind of blocked. And she looks in and it's Sydney. And she's like, oh, mom, I'm, I'm taking a photo of Devin and Miley, you know, in the bathroom. Cause Devin asked Miley, oh, can I get a photo? You know, whatever. And Miley goes, where'd you get that phone case? And Sydney and Devin are like, oh, my mom made it. <laughs> and she's like, what? <laughs> and then she's like, well, my mom's here. Or she's like, is your mom here? Where they're like, yeah. And she's like, I got to talk to your mom. So Miley comes over to our table. And Michelle and I have no clue at this point. We're just sitting at the table. And then Miley taps Michelle's shoulder. Michelle looks back, and it's Miley. And I'm like, holy shit, Miley's at our table. And so I'm just chilling. I'm not saying a word. And I'm just observing, you know. And Miley's like, Where'd you get the, or I heard you make these phone cases. They're so cute. I want, I would love to buy some for my mom, my sisters, you know? Michelle's like, well, I don't really have a company. I'm just doing it for fun. And you know, my daughter's friends. And she's all, oh my gosh, you should start a company. These are so amazing. And, uh, and I go, Miley, because keep in mind, I had 20 years experience of building brands and launching websites or whatever. And I go, Miley will have a site done by tomorrow. 
and she's like, okay, I'll, um, you know, what's Devin's Twitter and all. So she got Devin's Twitter and we gave her the cases. And so we're driving home that night and Miley posts, a, tweets a photo of the phone cases and says, at Devin Lee Carlson and her mom made these cases. They're so cute. That was it. it. <laughs> that was it. And Devin's phone's blowing up, you know. Keep in mind, she's a girl, 18-year-old from Newberry Park. Right. Like, nothing. Just, like, you know, just living life in Newberry Park, right? And uh, the local newspaper, Ventura County Star, wrote an article that no said, way. Miley Cyrus tweets local Devin, Carls, Devin Lee Carlson. <laughs> wow. And... Uh, we're all freaking out. We're like, oh, my gosh, it's crazy. So I'm like, okay, girls. And to Michelle, I'm like, all right, here we are in a moment. Miley Cyrus said we should start a company. What should we do? I'm going to leave it to you. But I'm just going to tell you these moments in life are rare mm-hmm. when they happen. Mm-hmm. But you have to make a decision. Do nothing or do something. And so I, t- I kind of laid it out for all of them. And, and, um, and I said, just so you know, I could have a website by tomorrow. If you want to, I could do that. And, uh, and so we're all sitting there at the table. And we're all like, and they're all, you know, I let them decide. This wasn't my decision. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Let's start it, you know. And so Michelle goes, um, I go, well, we need a name. And then Michelle goes, she, she did a little bit of, you know, research, soul yeah. searching or whatever. And she said, all right, Wildflower. I like Wildflower. It represents young girls, you know, right. searching and, you know, whatever. And, and so I'm like, so I go straight to instantdomains.com, by the way, instantdomains.com, wildflowercases.com. Available. Bye. Instagram. $23. Wildfire cases. <laughs> reserve. Instagram. Twitter. Wildfire cases. Reserve. Tumblr. Wildfire. YouTube. Wildfire. YouTube. You know, right. I reserved fucking everything. And it's I amazing okay. that you, those were all out there. This was 10 years ago. Okay. Oh. So I go, it's on. We're doing it. And so um, next thing I know is I stayed up till about 530 in the morning that night. It was a Friday night. And on April 20th, 2012, we had a website and we went live. And this is after Miley Cyrus tweeted Devin Carlson. And uh, we had two SKUs, two products. And it was literally the only two cases Michelle had fabric and that she made. So I took photos of the two, literally two phone cases in inventory that we had at the time and we went live we received i don't even know how many orders i should probably check because it'd be good to know but we ordered we received i don't know 50 100 orders that saturday so i launched i stayed up all night friday site went live by noon on saturday and we received tons of orders that day and we had no inventory it's incredible that's incredible. Chef. Oh. I need food after that story. <laughs> hey, Chef look at Ivan this. And Andrew. Hey, guys. Thank you, gentlemen. Looks like he just brought us some uh, Brussels sprouts, some tater tots, 
and the Spidey Bites. Oh, you gotta love oh. the Spidey Bites. Thank, Thank you. Guys. Appreciate you. So um, these are just some nibbles to keep us going here. I appreciate that. You have so, to try the Spidey Bites. That's a new thing, uh, inspired by Pizza Ports. Um, I don't know what they call it, but so it's it's the same uh, crust as the pizza, it's right? The same pizza dough. Pizza dough. And uh, yeah, it's just it's got like garlic and super fun, and then you just dip it into the. It looks sauce. yummy. And then tater tots, and then these are our Brussels. Brussels. Amazing Brussels. With. Absolutely amazing. So, um, yeah, so flash, flash forward. Right. Wildflower. So let's flash forward and I'll hand out Wild, some, some yes. goodies while we flash forward. Wildly successful. Um, so that was the spark, right? You always need spark. a spark. Yeah. Right. And, and you need that, like, and when I say spark, I mean energy. And you in this case, energy. talking about risk, Michelle took the risk. Absolutely. You kind of like said, hey, I'll do this, but I put it on them. I right. said, it's up to you guys. I'll put in the work, but you guys got to tell me if you're into it. You got to be in or, in or out. In or out. It was one of those moments. And, uh, and they were all in. So, so Devin and Sydney skip college, and they learn how to build a brand. And, and 10 years later, Wildflowers sold all over the world. We're on... Yeah, where do you guys sell? So, so obviously, doc, wildflowercase.com is, okay. is the main source. Um, Link that below, wildflower.com. Wildflowercase.com. Wildflowercase.com. By design, because keep in mind, this is an entrepreneur that went through the highs and the lows. So I'm right. kind of like, let's just start with direct-to-consumer. We want to sell direct-to-the-customer. And, and any wholesalers, like, we're... we're Last I heard, um, we are the number one um, phone case accessory at Urban Outfitters. So that's awesome. Absolutely amazing. We love Urban. We love all our wholesale accounts from small mom and pop shops to the Urban Outfitters of the world. It's been an absolute, like we're so thankful for everybody that, that has ever supported the brand. Um, but uh, but it's it's been a journey. It's it's a lot of work. It's you know it's starting a brand, building a business. It's not like it's a lot of work. So a lot of people on the outside, especially with social media these days, right. you know, you kind of only see the pretty pictures. You never see what's going on behind the scenes, and what's going on behind the scenes, especially with a company and a brand. It's like there's a lot of work. There's a lot of shit that goes on behind the scenes. It's not glamorous. That's not like fun, and you know, okay. you gotta freaking work weekends. You gotta work ten-hour days. You gotta like put in the work. It just it, it is what it is. If you want to build something, you gotta put in the work. So, um, it, but it's fun. We love it. It's you know that's the difference. Work is is kind of it. It depends on. If you're loving what you do, then, you know, you call it work, but it's kind of fun in a way. Even if you're working 12-hour days, right? it's like, well, I kind of love what I do. Yeah. So is it really work? And I, and I, I love the fact that you said kind of, because there are those things that, like you just said, I don't want to do, I have to do. You do them all the time. I see you do them, John, all the yeah. time. And then there's things that you like to do. You right, know what I mean? Right. So it's kind of like a blend of these things 
brings you over that that lip with that spark that yep. allows you to keep doing it, I think. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And I want to talk about, like, measuring success. And um, and that's a thing that, that drives people, obviously, is like, how do I, how do I achieve success? How, when am I successful? Something that I think everybody struggles with. Um, <laughs> and like, um, in my life, I've met all, you know, walks of life and different levels of success. And um, I see you guys, you and Michelle, as some of the most successful people I've ever known in my life. Um, and a lot of that having to do with the fact that, you know, th this business that you have is like a, it's a family business. And um, running a business without your family is difficult. Having a family is difficult. Putting the two together is, I can't even imagine. It's like another level. Like Jeff also, yeah, he works with his wife. They, they are in business together. And so I, I understand, you know, we talk about that sometimes and I understand how difficult it is. But um, on another layer, like um, as a parent, right? like yeah. what what is the, you know, like to me in my life, like, the most the most success I could have as a as a human is that if my children are successful, exactly, you know, exactly. I'm like, I'm my daughter's eight, my son is three, and I'm like, ripping my hair out, trying to understand how to make this work. <laughs> it's so scary right now. Me and my daughter, she's eight, and we're like in this big fight. We've been in a fight right. for a while, you know. Like, oh my, are we gonna? Like, are we gonna overcome this? You it's know, temporary. Early stages. Yeah. You're in the early stages. It's temporary. It's so scary. But anyways, I feel you, like early, mid, later. Yeah, <laughs> that's, exactly. uh, that's yeah. the table right now <laughs> for sure. And um, and your daughters, um, and your business. Your wife's the CEO of this business, and and your daughters are are like the face of the business, and they're both now wildly successful. And then also layers of it, like you know, like. You talked about earlier your your child, like what your mom did to help you be who you are is right. amazing, right? Right. Mm -hmm. right. And and then now somehow you know, like so your the layers of your success and your family's success is like it's um, built it's, upon foundations. Yeah. Kind of goes back to you. You talked about this before about like how generations have kind of changed and yeah. instilling like common sense. Yeah. You know? that, yeah, that's that's the foundation of tool, which you and I know you and I have a conversation about. Obviously we talk about here the, the tool which is the theory of overall logic, which is basically just like the concept of common sense in our generation, which obviously mm -hmm. is different and, and this new generation and and um, and obviously it's like a common thing for older people to talk about like the you know you know, like either talking about politics or or the youth and how they're driving you crazy, right? So that's like kind of the 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 basis of tool basically is like what the hell is happening with this with this younger generation. But um, your two daughters are like wildly successful in this this you know even 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 outside of of wildflower, like they've transcended. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I just want to like. How did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's so funny. So, it's like I had the same question. Yeah. That was one of my questions. I mean, I have I have three daughters, 
Yeah. Two sons. Frankly, the boys have been very easy. I'm looking directly into the camera. The girls, <laughs> are, it's different energy, you know? Yeah, and like, you know, yeah. what? give us, give John and I some sage advice. Yeah, exactly. This is what we're asking. Right. Like, how'd you do this? Um, I think... He's going he's gonna to avert this one to Michelle again. It was Michelle. Yeah. As a dad, how did you exactly. raise your daughter? As a dad. I think, you know, there's moms have a role and dads have a role. And I think with dads, you know, it, it's like, it's easy. We all want to avoid difficult conversations or confrontations yeah. with our daughters. Always. We're like, ah, oh, man, I'll figure it out. Like, or to ask your mom, I don't want to, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think for a certain, there's certain things, yes, moms handle it, you know. But there's certain times where dads need to just, you just need to be true to yourself at the end of the day. Even if you're, if there's a tiny bit of flaws in your, in your own delivery, makeup oh, and yeah. your delivery and your delivery. Like I, you know, I fucked up a lot when I was young. Ramos's ramp. Like we talk <laughs> about our whole history together. Dude, that was like, I mean, come on. Like we were fucking delinquents yeah for the most for part. sure yeah. and we did stupid shit so so you bring that to the conversation with your daughters and you're like look i fucked up a, a, a lot or maybe a little or maybe not at all as a dad maybe you're the perfect dad whatever but at the end of the day i think if you're just true to like who you are while you're talking to your daughter and if she wants to do something stupid or crazy and you think it's stupid and crazy and that guy i wouldn't what are you talking to that guy for? He's a, he seems like a jerk, and you don't really know him. You're like, oh, he seems like an idiot. Like, I don't know. You know, you kind of got to let, like we did, you kind of got to let them fall down, and then you're there for them when they got to get back up. No matter what, they fall down, you are the first person there to help them get back up. And that's, at the end of the day, I think daughters will be like, well, I know the man I can rem, uh, the man that will, oh, that I can always rely on is my dad. Yeah. No matter how bad shit gets in their life, in their teens, they're eight years old to teenagers, to even now my daughters are 25 and 27. Like, shit is tough. They know I can call my dad and he can help me out. Whether it's like, I think that's powerful. My car, I, my car broke down, or this guy's being a jerk, or I had a bad day at school. Like, the dad is the one that's going to help keep them, like, grounded. Right. Because you're going to be chill, and you're not going to be like, well, why would you do that? You, you screwed up, you know? Yeah. You, and then they should look for the... They'll eventually look for the guy that does the same thing for, correct. for them that's, that's going to do that for their kids. Right. Yeah. So if you truly want to be that dad that's always there what you're really doing is setting themselves setting your daughters up to look for someone who's like got qualities that you bring yeah at the end of the day mm -hmm. you want them to look for a guy that's as solid as you are with your good qualities you know and so have i done that you know i've tried my best i don't i don't know if i'm like you know no dad is 100%. I think, like, you, we all have our flaws or whatever. Look right. at us. We got fucking beers all across the table. Like, 
come on, we're girls, come on over. Like, <laughs> no, stay away. This is dads only, you know? Like, there's certain things where you're just like, you know, no, you know? Yeah. But, but I think at the end of the day, if you're just true to yourself and you project that onto your daughter with love, you're good to go for life, for life, you know? Well, for sure, it's a beautiful thing what you guys have done with your family and, and, and how you... <clears throat> It's amazing that you were able to incorporate all your experience, you know, with design and, like you said, building the websites and all that stuff. And 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 obviously, you're, you know, your whole family is wildly creative, um, and incorporating your daughters into it. And um, yeah, it's amazing. Thank you. Seriously, yeah. I mean, it's not easy. I'll be honest. Like yeah, we've definitely sure. no. had our friction. Yeah. Like. Uh, if it was easy. Everyone would be Everyone doing it. Everyone would be doing right? it. Yeah. But guess what? It's, but it ain't. The fact but that family, you guys family's prevailed. Yeah. Fam family is challenging. Business is challenging. Family yeah. is challenging. That's, that right. was my point. Like, the fact that you put them all together and then, yeah. It's, very it's, risky. We go yeah. back to yeah. skateboarding. It's, very risky yeah. to very do risky. for sure. And I took that risk. You yeah. know, it's interesting. This is the Beyond Vert situation. <laughs> 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 you just this got. This is like, I'm, I'm literally yeah. in. Hey, could I actually maybe just flip on this wave of this Beyond Vert and yeah. make this thing work? I, I think, you know, it's interesting listening to your story and then kind of our experience too, but it like comes back to like the collaboration of a variety of different things, you know, creativity. Like if you're not being creative in business, right. it's going nowhere. Yeah. And people don't think business as creative. Oh, that's the marketing people. Yeah. No, it's, it's everything. Yeah. It's everything. It's everything. Sure. Yeah. So it's, it's incredible that you've taken it from taking from skating to design to this family business right. yeah, and right. this lifestyle. Um, it's incredible. Yeah. I'd love to see some of these okay. cases. So, and I know that you brought some cases that are for older phones because you're you're being nice to us. Yeah. So these are yeah, all the new designs. Marie, my wife is still on the XS. Uh, Okay. And what so you, is Anna, my wife. Anna, yeah. Jeff, what do you have? We I have a 13 Pro. And my wife has an XS. Do, yeah. do we have to bring this up? I feel like we're gonna get in trouble, John. Sorry. Do you, do you have okay. a better phone than your wife? I do, 13 Pro. Yeah. Oh. 13 Pro. 13 Pro Thank for you. Jeff. Okay, so I did bring a bunch of XSs. You told That's, me XS. Yeah. yeah. My, my wife and Jeff's wife Anna, they both have XS. Oh, yeah. your wife too. Okay, yeah. well. That's why. All right. And I know Michelle. Who has a 12 Pro? Michelle doesn't want us. <laughs> Who has a 12 Pro? I think I'm the 12 Pro. Pro. I'm the 12 Pro. Oh, wow. That's the most. Oh, yeah, that's so, so you. Does that work? That's amazing. John, show your camera. This show is my, my current one. Yeah, dude. That's sick. Yeah. Which is amazing. I, like I get a lot of compliments on this. And then I get a lot of people like, why is, your, why is it pink? And I'm like, because pink is cool. <laughs> well, you know what's kind of cool about that? It reminds me of the cam design. It does. It's very, uh, it's very sabro. Yeah, you got and then this is uh, this is amazing. That's flames. that's perfect. You got yeah. some yeah. blue flames, some flames, and XS. Yeah, my XS wife has is, an XS. Uh, Marie so, and Anna. Okay, Marie and Anna. So yeah. here's here's Marie's. Oh, that's su super Marie. <laughs> shrooms. Yeah. She should be microdosing your wife. on, oh, my, on mushrooms. That would be super helpful. She microdosing on mushrooms. <laughs> she should be. I said <laughs> she should be. All right, good job, Marie. Microdose. That's for oh, Marie. That's for sure it, Marie. Oh, Mushrooms okay. for your wife? Excellent. She maybe should start microdosing. <laughs> that is definitely Marie. Is that an excess? Excess. That's Marie to a T. I think she has stuff that has that, that design on it. 
That's so awesome. We should have had you, we should have asked for more sort of current stuff, but we'll throw some current stuff up yeah, no on problem. here. All right. That was a well-deserved break. That was our two things, or three things new happened tonight that have never happened. One, the trickery of two tarantula, the same beers. Right. That w which was evil. Uh, two, we did three rounds. Yeah. And then that was the first time we ever had to take a pee break. Yeah. Which was probably because of the three rounds. And yeah. <laughs> clearly we only like have been sipping, but. It was like science. <laughs> it was. It was a science Simple break. science. <laughs> okay, so. What else do we need to cover before we wrap this up? Um, I think we hit I, some really good points. I, we did. I enjoyed this. Yeah, it was amazing. Immensely. Good, I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Dave, for good. coming. I think, like, you know, we covered all the bases. I think, like, the one thing that we, I think to wrap it up, we could probably hit here one last thing. Um, I was trying to kind of go there with... Uh, sort of maybe kind of get like an organic and I think we did get a lot of organic information as in regards to the tool thing that I was alluding to um dude do you say tool bro I can't tool, help but bro. think of fucking tool the band tool <laughs> yeah. the band tool I'm good with that like tool is tool could be the theme song if, if we could afford the licensing it would be a tool song <laughs> rather than an dude. OPM song we'll just have the them, pot, we'll just have them on the show just use the yeah. pot yes who are we <laughs> um <laughs> But, but specifically, um, and I don't know if you thought about it. You can bring it up. But one one of the uh, kind of was just in the conversation in that part that we were just talking about. Like uh, one of the one of the kind of tenants or one of the chapters I think of the tool book for me is. Um, and I'll just throw it. It's it's somewhat random, but I'm gonna put it out there and, and see if you have some insight on it, both of you. Um, one of the things that is is reoccurring in this in this concept for me is that, um, and I know it's not like a popular concept, and I don't I don't know why, and I, I would love to keep diving into it. Just say it, John. Tell okay. us what you want. Okay. This is good, good buildup, though. I yeah. like it. I totally eat up buildups. Like I, I sit and wait. I'm like, ooh, this is gonna be good. Ooh, this is a good one. People don't like it when I say my this. My wife, my wife's like, what do you mean you don't read the preface of the book? I'm like, I don't want to read all that crap. Yeah. But no, I'm just joking. People don't like it when I say this. Uh oh. Uh, it's not a popular one. But. Um, it's science, and we are one of the great apes, right? That's science. That's a scientific fact. We are we are an ape, um, and a cute word for apes is monkeys. Like we're monkeys. <laughs> okay. Um, and this is one of the things that's very important. And like I think that like because we, you know, are one of the smartest animals on the planet. Like. And we, we do all this stuff. We, we build amazing things. We make s stainless steel containers that can ferment beer and, you know, one of, you know all the amazing things that we do. We, we make airplanes and spaceships and blah, blah, blah. We'll but probably it, kill ourselves before ants do, but okay. Yeah. But at the end of the day, 
we're a monkey, mm -hmm. and and because we're so smart, we often like steer so far away from the fact that we're basically just a monkey, and like um, like at the end of the day, like to a child who's just a baby monkey, <laughs> and and they don't care about organization and charts and calendars and data and stainless steel and da 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 they don't care about what's happening on a cell phone they don't care about their ipad they don't care about tiktok they don't care like in instinctually you know what i mean like there's monkeys they just want so beautiful they want to crawl around on your head and and have you scoop them up and and monkey them and and love them and hold them and connect in some other way that's not like where we're all you know everyone in the family goes and gets on a device which is divisive and we space out um and become further and further apart or whatever um and so i don't know why people are so upset about the fact that like you know like embrace the fact that we're monkeys and like monkeys and watch monkeys and watch what they do and they do beautiful things and and whatever but um yeah and so kind of you know what i'm saying i don't know if this is one of the things or not <laughs> this is so good but i want to know. know where you're going okay all right well take take yeah, it for D me dave Damn, you take it then really yeah you're passing off to me well yeah. i don't know i mean like monkeys do amazing things last time i was at a zoo i saw a monkey <laughs> poop in his hand right. and like it was playing with his poop so i don't know i mean like i'm yeah, no, then I've seen I mean, basically but, you're saying, look, we're primates at yeah, the end right. of the day. We're, you know, uh, you're basically saying, look, technology has brought us yeah. to a level of distraction yeah. from the basic the primate, yes. core primate, primal. primal. The word primal, primal is, is right? very important. Yeah. So primal is like your present you're, you're, you know, you're with your family, loved ones. If they need you, you're there. You're not like, oh, well, hold on. I need yeah. to post this real quick. Wait, <laughs> yeah. Someone's yeah. liking my photo. <laughs> I, they commented on my photo. I need to respond. Give me yes. a second. Yes. You know, that's, you know, primal is like, we're here. We're present. We're, we love family. We love friends. We're all here together to do good things for each other and not be distracted. I think that the challenge with technology, the biggest challenge is, I just tweeted this. My Twitter is fire, by the way. <laughs> um, I just tweeted this, is, is that today's attention is gold, right? And so when you give your attention to something I love that. on social media, you're literally giving away like gold, right? Yeah. Oil used to be the gold back in the industrial age. Like oil was where all the tycoons made their billions. Well, now all the tycoons are making billions off of our attention to social media and, and whether news media or whatever. But it's like, we're all paying attention to this device. And it's like, ooh, my attention is on this. And now oh, I'm gonna scroll and like, and I'm gonna comment and I'm going to post and I'm going to create my own content. And, and there is some good in that, but there also is some like you're giving too much of your gold, your attention to this thing, this device that is capitalizing and profiting off your attention and you're yeah. not making a profit. 
Yeah. You're just giving your attention away. Your attention which is a commodity to that. Attention is a commodity. Yeah. And, and you should be compensated for your attention. Yeah. I think that, uh, as entrepreneurs, I think that's the next big thing is I feel that to the younger generation should be compensated for whatever they give their attention to. Yeah. Right now, they're not being compensated. Sure, no. you gotta post the YouTube videos and sure, YouTube will give you a compensation for the advertising revenue. But it's like, why isn't there a platform that's they're like- They're risking their time. They're risking yeah. their time. And they're like, well, I'm gonna create all this content, I'm gonna post it, and I'm gonna get likes. So that's my revenue is likes, right. which is ego saying, mm -hmm. cool, I get, I got a lot, X number of likes today, I feel better, you know, or I didn't get a lot of likes, so I don't feel great, or someone commented something right. great, or someone said something not so great, but. I, I think the flip side is like, technology isn't bad. Technology is good, it's how you use the technology. Right. If yeah. I was a caveman and I found fire, Fire can be used to warm me, yeah. to cook my food, but it also could burn everything down. So that was their technology at the time. Exactly. It can be, be used yeah. in a good way, it can be used in a harmful way. You have to be careful with it. With, my, exactly. with our phones, with our technology, yeah. we have to use it in a proper way to use Correct. it in a, in a beneficial way, but we also have to be aware that it can also be used in a bad way. Yeah. Yeah. That said, Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, gentlemen. Great back conversation. Sabro. 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 Dude, that's back in the 80s right there. <laughs> Love it. Thank right. you, Dave Carlson. Thank you, man. That was I awesome. appreciate you guys having me. That, that was this awesome. This was really, really great conversation to have. Yeah, and, it was fun. And, uh, it was cool. I great experience. Your, great beers, by the way. Thank you. Appreciate Thank your you. time, man. Absolutely. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.